0: Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com.
1: Sitting in the morning sun, I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in, and I'll watch them roll away. Welcome to what's in your wheelhouse on Muskoka magazine, where we are connecting with local artisan superstars and talking to them about their craft and how their hobbies and passions came about. Muskoka is full of talented artists and we are excited to share their stories with you. My name is Bart and I'm here with my co-captains JP and Heather. Hello. Hello. Yeah, say a warm welcome to the audience, guys. As you already know, we are the three musketeers from the shipyards who have taken over this morning spot. Second episode, guys. Exciting, huh? Yeah. Sure is. This broadcast is coming to you from the Bay Satellite Studio at the amazing SADA City Brewery in Gravenhurst. So our guest today is a well-known local. She is an artist, goldsmith, and recently re-elected counselor in Gravenhurst. Please give a warm welcome to Penny Varney. Good morning, Penny.
2: Thank
3: you very much.
1: Congratulations on being re-elected.
3: Thank you, thank you. So,
1: right out of the dock, we would like to ask you our first question. What's in your wheelhouse?
3: Well, it's funny you ask, because today, what's in my wheelhouse is the fact that I was having the second day of my orientation as counselor. Um, This is my second time round as counselor for Ward 1 in Gravenhurst, but then my second being in my wheelhouse is the fact that i am a goldsmith and i also was a nurse
0: oh that's amazing that's very interesting to know because um, i've always known penny as penny the goldsmith making fine jewelry at the shipyards so um your business penny Barney jewelry how did that all begin
3: Penny Barney Jewelry started back after um, my son was born, who was very hyperactive and could not sleep. And a friend of mine told me I should go and do something for myself. So I decided to go to Georgian College in Barrie and take art courses, which consisted of life drawing, colour, um, doing courses in wood, metal, ceramics, um, photography mm-hmm. and I was drawn to metal and so after I would figured all that out after like three years of doing all these courses I then entered into the jewelry program uh, which was another four years and uh, here I am a goldsmith jewelry person
0: that's that's amazing you know, you know how um, we use art to distract ourselves from life and, um, how, and how would you describe your style?
3: Uh, when I was at school, um, I sort of followed the Art Deco style. Um, but now I'm a little more loosey-goosey with my styles, I find. Um, but I also do a lot of commission work, so I have to talk to my clients and even though it might be a design that I'm not really in favor of, I have to sort of bend and allow myself to uh, to change my ideas. It, it, it's, it was a lesson for for sure. But I also do repairs, and I string pearls, and um, I've done a couple of things that that I started out doing was the uh, my my pins which mm-hmm. i'm known for i did the seguin pin i did the opera house pin the daisy pin which is the flower for gravenhurst oh. um, trinity united church and the bethune house pin and so i got no one through that and then it just followed on from there
0: yeah i think i've seen them in at the shipyards they're very magnificent um so you've been doing uh this for how long now
3: I have to go back to how my children's <laughs> ages. <laughs> so my son is twenty nine. No, thirty nine. What am I saying? He's thirty nine.
1: <laughs> Let's call him up. Yeah, I and, think he'd like twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, I think he
3: probably would. And um, he was seven when I started going to school. The wow, little, you're a busy mom. You do the arithmetic. <laughs> <laughs> And
0: and you've said that, you know, your style has changed over the years. Um, Do you draw any inspiration from any uh, artistic influence?
3: I think I still go back to Art Deco in so many ways. Um, But um, inspiration comes to you in different ways, Um, from nature or from... Something that you've done that day, or ideas come to you from looking in magazines. I mean, when I do a commission, if someone says to me, "I want you to make a ring," and I say, "Well," or you know, a ring with a certain stone, and I usually say, "Well, you come to me with your designs, even if it's, even if it's an earring or um, something out of a magazine, and we can work from that," um, because I find that uh, they end up. Developing their idea right in front of me, mm-hmm. just by drawing it and extending it, and then I can help them with it as well. So um, it's really a, a two-part um, project between the client and myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds all too organic. Yes, when you're creating, it
3: starts off that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I know uh, a lot of artists they could suffer a uh, creator's block. Have you ever had that, and how did you overcome these?
3: I have never had it but I must admit um, the Muskoka Arts and Crafts which is centered in Bracebridge they used to have a spring jury show and I always wanted uh, to do something that was the most unusual thing I've ever done and it really pushed me to try something completely different and it's quite funny because um, some of the things that I did, and I would always be so nervous about when I would put it into the show, and sometimes it never sold. Well, it eventually it did sell, mm-hmm. but um, I was really glad that it pushed me that far because I was being juried sometimes by my instructor from Georgian College. They would sometimes get him to be one of the judges, Don Stewart. And I was always so nervous that I knew Don was coming to be the judge. And I'm like, I've got to do my best. I've got to do my best for this piece.
0: <laughs> I bet I bet that would be harrowing being It critiqued. was,
3: it was, yeah.
0: So um, is there a particular piece that's your favorite?
3: Well, one of the pieces that I loved doing was... Um, because Don Stewart did wood inlay, and uh-huh. he, he, he had us do projects with wood inlay, I made a locket, a hinged locket, which was very difficult to make, in silver, and it was partially wood inlay and partially stone, which wow. I had to fit into these compartments on the front of the locket. And I've had it for sale for many years, and I keep thinking, you know, I'm going to make this really expensive because I really don't want to sell it. (laughs) So I think that was my favorite piece.
0: And did you keep it for yourself?
3: No, it's still in my showcase, but, you know, I've got it at a very elevated price, so if I do sell it, it's worth it, but... Honestly, I will miss it when it goes. <laughs> so to everyone
0: who has seen this locket, you know the value of it. <laughs> it's a personal favorite by it the artist. It is. Artists.
3: It's a personal favorite.
1: When do I get to see it, Penny?
3: Oh, anytime, anytime. It's and it where is it, it located? It won't, come, it won't come to the shipyard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I come to
0: uh-huh.
3: you. <laughs> well, it might come to the shipyard, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what motivates you to create?
3: I think possibly that, I mean, I was a nurse in my first life, mm-hmm. as I call it. But I think I was probably a, a hidden artist when I was quite young. I loved to paint uh, when I was a kid. And um, I think possibly that my experience at Georgian brought the, the feelings of artwork mm-hmm. out of me. And um, and as I say, I did the courses in wood. Ceramics, um, glass, and metal, and the metal was the, was the 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 medium that spoke to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you pretty much specialized. In and that.
3: I love wearing jewelry
0: there you as go. well. So you need to have a love of yes, what you're making. Yes.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: yes like coming from a medical background, it could be quite regimented. Oh yes, and we were, I bet art kind of liberated you from it.
3: I think it did. I, I of course, as a nurse, I wasn't allowed to wear jewelry back when I was a nurse. I mean, today it's a little different, but um, yeah, you you couldn't even wear little studs in your ears or anything. But um, yeah, and I think one of the other things was um, I I lost a couple of earrings once, so I only had one earring. And so I um, learned how to make a rubber mold Uh from the original earring, so I was able to replicate the second earring. (laughs) So I ended up (laughs) being able to... Um, replace my 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 lost earring. <laughs>
1: oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Alright, kids. We're going to take a quick break here. We've been talking to Penny Varney and you're listening to What's in Your Wheelhouse and Muskoka Magazine. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka.
0: Your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine. The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit
1: DairyLaneDental.com home son I'll be sitting when Welcome comes. back listeners to What's in Your Wheelhouse uh, I'm Bart and I am here land. with JP and Heather and, and we I are interviewing today away. the wonderful Penny Varney I'm Let's go to our reporter bay, Heather uh,
2: So Penny uh, your and my experience goes way back many many ago. Um, And there's a a little story that I wanted to share with the listeners today. Um, So as a single mom, I wanted to, uh, you know, do the best I could with my kids and and give them some experiences that they could really um, grow with. And one of those was we did the annual Muskoka Autumn Studio tours. Uh, It was a big deal. We packed lunch um, and we would set out our roots, and you were always part of our route. Um And the kids um, remembered your distinctive jewelry, uh, but they didn't remember your name. And in actual fact, the first time they were into the shipyards and they came around the corner, they <laughs> said, um, the Apple Lady is here. And I started laughing because... Your um, style is so distinct that in my children's memory, they were able to recognize your pieces immediately. Um, And the Apple Lady, they named you because you always had a basket of apples Mm -hmm. and hot apple cider. Hot apple cider, right. For everybody that come to your studio during (laughs) the the studio tour. The studio
3: tour. So
2: then when you actually met my daughter um, this year, you introduced yourself as the Apple that's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> And sadly, the Muskoka Autumn Studio Tour is no more. So that, that's a nice memory. To yeah, remember. it, it yes. is a nice memory. Yes, yes.
2: But you haven't always been um, a goldsmith, no. right? You haven't always been, um, you know, an, an artist in the forms that you are today. Um,
3: no, I started out as a nurse, uh, went into nursing at Toronto General Hospital. It was a three-year course and graduated in 1967, which seems like a hundred years ago. I worked, um, for one year at the hospital and then decided to do some traveling with some friends. Um, interestingly enough, my oldest brother was, uh, working for the federal government and he had been, um, working, he was a charge d'affaires in Tehran And so afterward, I decided I'm going to live in England for a while and then go out and visit my brother for Christmas. So um, I found a flatmate where I could stay, and I went to Canada House and asked them, um, "What can a nurse do who really would like to do something different?" And they suggested I work at boots chemists. Uh, because at the time, this was in the early seventies, heroin was on prescription <laughs> at pharmacies and, um, they wanted a registered nurse to be involved in taking care of, um, the, the customer or clients who came in to get their prescriptions. So, um, I did that and it was at the busiest pharmacy in London, which was at Piccadilly Circus. And, uh, That's where I met my husband because he was the pharmacist there. So I met Tony, who maybe some of listeners will know that Tony and I, um, when we came back to Canada, we ended up buying Gravenhurst Pharmacy.
2: Right. Now, in between um, working at Piccadilly and coming back to Gravenhurst, I understand that you and Tony had some adventurous times.
3: Well, we were married in England and we came to Canada, Tony had never been to Canada. Um, I was actually, would have been quite happy to stay in England, I loved living in England. Um, But anyway, we came to Canada and my family cottage was on Sparrow Lake. And um, so we ended up meeting um, a man by the name of Jerry Simmons who owned Gravenhurst Pharmacy at the time. And he asked Tony if he would like to come into the pharmacy and work. So we did, we worked for a year, but then decided uh, that was so Tony could do get his license to practice pharmacy in Ontario. But after that, we decided we wanted to travel. So we bought a Volkswagen camper and um, started off from England, from his family home in Derbyshire. Um, and for a year, we traveled through Europe and the Middle East and up into Tibet. Um, and it was while we were away on our trip that... Jerry Simmons had contacted my parents and said you know we would love to have Tony come into the pharmacy as a full-time pharmacist and maybe in the future think about coming in as a partner and um, we at the time we were in Afghanistan when that when that telegram came through and we said yes that sounds like a great idea but we won't be back for six months but they were willing to wait and and so when we came back we drove into Gravenhurst in our camper With no money, a black and white television, and a green canoe.
2: (laughs) And a green canoe. How Muskoka of you and a green canoe.
1: And that's all you need. That's
3: all you need when you're in Muskoka.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good times.
2: So your roots to Muskoka is through your family?
3: Through our family cottage. Um, My father had inherited the cottage on Sparrow Lake from his uncle. And our family still owns the cottage. Tony and I aren't involved in it because we got so busy in Gravenhurst with the pharmacy. And um, I actually nursed at um, the Bracebridge Hospital for a while. And then after my son was born, he was very um, a busy little man, and I had to get away from him. <laughs> and so I started taking courses at Georgian College and uh, fell in love with the medium of metal and started taking courses to become a goldsmith.
2: Which is what you still Which have. Which I still is do. still a Yes, publishing. yeah. Yes, um, and I understand that you took your children sometimes.
3: Yes, because the courses were um, it was a weird weird scheduling. It started the course would start in January and went to um, maybe the end of September. Um, and so in the summertime, you know, my kids came with me down to Georgian College and they had a they had uh, children's courses for them. so it's interesting because both my kids are very creative in their own right. And um, I'm sure that's part of the reason, is because they were at Georgian College with
2: me. <laughs> right, you said your daughter is a...
3: My daughter is a costume designer, and she actually, um, after high school, she went to Western and got her honors degree in fine arts, but then went to England and got a diploma in costume design, and then went on to get her M.A. in art history in at Glasgow. And my son went to uh, Carlton, but then went to Algonquin College and got a degree or a diploma in photography.
2: Which is also Tony's passion.
3: Which is also mm-hmm. my husband's passion. But he he is self-taught, but he um, has sold a lot of his work either at the shipyards or at the Arts at the Albion.
2: Which are two places that we can find your um, art yes. as well.
3: Yes, yes. And then my next hat, is um, that I decided to run for council four years ago, and uh, I have just since, again, been um, re-elected as Ward 1 councillor again, and this will be my last four years as a councillor. I will uh, get out and do something else. I I think there's another life left in me somewhere (laughs) that I can figure something out. There's another path for you. (laughs) How did you get
1: into politics, Penny?
3: How did I get into politics? Yes. Well, I think it started because I got very involved in the town in so many different ways. Um, I, I saw a need for different things. So I ended up starting the breakfast program at the high school way back when, when I realized that kids, there were a lot of kids who needed a, a, a morning meal. And I also, under the umbrella of the YWCA, I started the Women's Center Um I also uh, had my own business, Penny Varney Jewelry Gallery and Gifts. So it meant I was on the BIA, uh, which got me involved in the town in, in in many ways. And I felt, I used to say, people would say, why don't you run for council? And I'd say, no, 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 you can do so much more outside the box. And then I thought, you know, I'd like to see what goes on behind those walls. And I've enjoyed um, being there. Yes, I have. So... Um, yeah, so there, those are all my hats.
2: Those, those are many hats.
3: They are many hats. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
2: yes, a woman of many hats, many colors.
3: Many colors, colors yes.
2: Um, so for our listeners today, um, if they're interested in in seeing your art, um, where would be the best? You know, where where can you? Well,
3: absolutely. It- at the, the shipyard, so I'm uh, upstairs, and Heather, who's interviewing me right now, is is taking care of that upstairs, and that's wonderful. And then I'm also at the arts at the Albion. I work there every Friday.
2: Excellent, excellent. And for any um, our listeners that have maybe thought of, um, you know, having a spark of creative interest, uh, is what words of wisdom would you share with them?
3: Well, they can come in and chat to me anytime. I'm at the Albion every Friday, but sometimes just talking to me, they will get an idea of what direction they might like to go, if it is jewelry, and I can help them in.
1: Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Penny, for joining us today. And join us next month on a Sunday at 8 a.m. for more of What's in Your Wheelhouse. We are at Muskoka-on-the-Bay, CKAR 80.7 on your FM dial. Take care i